0: Hey squad what's going on how are my Substack bulls doing uh, if you're watching this on Tuesday how are my YouTube bulls doing still providing you the information just a couple days late remind yourself go ahead go up the Substack to be a real OG bull and to take advantage of this market so as always it's Sunday it's Chase it's the Sherpa it's ever bullish I'm not your guru I'm not your stock tout I'm going to the top of the mountain I'm in the Sherpa let me carry the bags and come with me. Who's ready to do it this week, guys? We got a lot going on, so we're going to get straight into it. Remember, the website is everbullish.com. The Substack for Elite Traders is going to be thesherpa.substack.com. The podcast is Ever Bullish Podcast, and, and I'm the Sherpa doing it for you. So... What happened this week uh i know on a personal note if you'll follow my ig i went and played golf with some of my boys out in houston that was fantastic i had the best time ever so shout out you you know who you are i'm going to share my screen i'm going to quit the talking we're going to talk the market and we're going to do this guys so hopefully y'all are seeing what's going on here and i'm in the small corner on the side check out my portfolios guys the year's almost up next year We're going to be doing the ever bullish all stock, the ever bullish balance and the ever bullish dividend. And um, last I checked, we were up 100. I'm sorry, we're up 63 percent in the all stock versus the market that's up 23 percent. So not a surprise. I'm going to do it again next year. Some of those stocks are going to be in this. So what do we do? We go to investing articles, right? And the hamburger on the side, investing articles. I haven't changed the icon because I'm going to take this right down. Um, after I make this video, cause this is for my sub stackers only so they can take advantage of it. All right. So what happened, right? We're going to take a look at the wall street journal. We've got us investment age, China, and it's bid for chip dominance. This is a big theme. I know y'all are all aware of it. I know we're tired of hearing of it, but, um, you know, this is all about computer chips. Remember the trade in SOXL, which is the semiconductor. We've been making some serious cash in that one, and we're going to continue. The game plan below is going to have some of that. So check it out. We also got record quitting fuels tight in the job market. Duh. Um, that's what's going to happen after we've been inflating the economy with all the stimulus money as well as COVID relief money. And um, we've got the COVID reopening. So there's a lot of people that are like, man, forget this. I got a new perspective on life. I don't need to do this. So we're going to take advantage of that as well. And um, it's a beautiful thing to have people working from home, right? They, you know, they get to see their kids more. They get to go on more walks. They don't have to worry about um, driving to work, traffic, the hassles of an asshole boss. They have to look in the eyes when they can just mute them on a Zoom call, right? Um, We also have natural gas prices. They're seesawing, guys. Natural gas is up in the sixes. Um, It dropped back down to the fives I remember when this was at two We thought we'd never see six again I traded it I made money on it And so will you on this Uh, We think it's going to continue I think it's going to continue Some of my inside bulls think it's going to continue And then we have the Bitcoin noise Phrase minds and phrase nerves um, Meaning that it's really loud um, Apparently it sounds like a dentist drill I don't care We're mining Bitcoin We're changing the world's currency I'm going to trade the shit out of that too And then remember, Bitcoin miners are in the news. Nat gas prices have volatility. We need volatility to make money. I'm tired of hearing people say, well, that's a volatile asset. Well, if it wasn't a volatile asset, you wouldn't have anything to trade. So I don't care about this. We need this. We're going to make money and profit on this. Uh, Here's the cover of MarketWatch. A couple things that are popping off here. Um. Remember that Johnson and Johnson somewhere on here is changing their name. They're going to split into two companies. One's going to be the medical supplies, all the way down to you know the soap that you buy, L'Oreal, and all those other products that they have. The other side is going to be biotech, which is my specialty. Y'all know I'm the best analyst on biotech in the entire world, so you're welcome. Inflation, hottest inflation in um, three decades. Who cares? We knew it was coming. It's a good thing that it's happening. And it's a good thing that it's happening now so the Fed can address it and we can just play that because what do we do ever bullish Rule number one, follow the Fed, right? GE, tax-free split. Don't care about that. I won't trade GE. If you ever hear me trade GE, you know, times are really rough. What else is going on? Tesla shares going ballistic. Yes, obviously. Um, yeah, Kathy Wood, the dream woman, Kathy Wood. Kathy, if you're watching, you never will, but I love you, girl. And... Um, you know, the, uh, there's a the warm spot on the bed over there for you. So what's the Sherpa doing? The Sherpa's holding. This is my options account. I'm more invested than I have been um, really at all, uh, all year. The only loser I have in here is the Trump SPAC. I don't know if it'll ever come back, but I just own a little bit of it now after having to take some massive losses. I got Hut December's ERX on the way down. Um, and then I bought a ton of LabVIEW. Look at this. I got Lab U December 58th. I got LabVIEW December 60s. Um, and then I have Lab you December 55s. If it drops again, I'm going to buy some December 55s um, that are just outside of the money because this thing's near the bottom. And then I have FAS. So I'll probably be buying more of that. So think about that. So the title of this blog um, is going to be basically Academy Sports and Outdoors. Um, it's also going to be AMD, two names that you haven't heard from me in a very, very long time, and never Academy. So I've got that for you. Uh, and then we're going to show you these options. We're also just going to show you some long term holds. So, what's the hypothesis? By the way, for the dividend conscious, I'm keeping this up here. This is a repost, but this is for my dividend con- uh, conscious people. You can't go wrong. You can fire your broker. You can buy UMI, it's an equity in- um, income energy fund, it's actively managed. Uh, it's dirt cheap. It's free to buy. It's free to sell. And it's small enough to be nimble. This is going to be a component of the dividend portfolio that I'm going to be selling next year. By the way, guys, go buy my portfolios now. You get what I'm currently holding and you get next year as well. So I don't see why um, why anybody's hesitant on that, but we're going to crush the market again. And this is just too easy. So you and I remember that for all my dividend bulls, for all my country club bulls, for all my um, bulls that are For my dad, for bulls like my dad, for old man bulls, for uh, lame old man dividend pay needers, you got that in the UWMI, okay? Don't forget about that. Now, let's talk crypto. What's happening? Remember these up here? Remember these huts? Remember Hut being my trade? I'm getting all kinds of texts from bulls saying thank you for that one. It's not done. I put my money where my mouth is. I'm long ERX. I'm long Hut. I'm long LabU, and I'm very heavy. I think these are all going to be winners by the time we get even really to the end of this month, and I'll let you know when we do. But the most obvious trade out there is Ethereum, Bitcoin, and Bitcoin Cash. And then remember, I still like Solana. I'm going to throw some more money into my uh, digital wallet and just buy Solana because I can't trade it yet. The reason, remember, guys, the reason I like the ETFs instead of spot price or in this case ETPs. But remember, that doesn't matter. The reason I like to trade those more is because I can put stop limits underneath them, whereas with the currency, you can't do that. Um, but I still like it even as a long term hold. If you got 200 grand sitting around, go ahead and put 8000 or 10,000, you know, roughly a 5% to, to um, yeah, 5% ish, 4% holding in Solana. You won't regret it. And then remember that HUT8 and EXP, uh, XPDI, I'm super bullish. I'm going to be making a white paper this week. I know you guys love those. This is going to be Substack only. So remember, go subscribe. It's going to explain why I like XPDI. Um, and remember that this is likely to be in my all stock portfolio. If you want to see how much go buy it, if you're not sure what it's in there, go buy it. You won't regret the hundred bucks. Massive gains in BitO, by the way, BitO, we're going to see it again. We saw it last week. We're going to see it again. Um, that's an easy way to gain Bitcoin exposure, throw a limit at 3% underneath it. Every time it triggers, just buy some more, uh, and then, you know, cash it every time you make roughly 10%, put another trigger to buy 3% less than that price. And you'll just inch your way up. Okay. The market hasn't digested CPI. So the reason the market was kind of shitty last week, I was down roughly 18% of my options account. Um, I'm totally cool with that. I kind of expected that. I kind of want that. I also clipped some winning trades too, but just straight up CPI. Um, We've been going through this. Y'all been watching me all year on how we manage around CPI. This is a good thing. Something that happens here is they don't realize that these numbers, so this 6.2, yes, that's the highest year-over-year increase in CPI that's happened since the mid-90s, but remember that, or actually, I believe it's since the 80s, since we had the hyperinflationary period of the 80s, but that's not going to happen again. The main reason is one, the Fed can't act as quickly as they used to. We're not going to be seeing, uh, 100 basis points rises in the, um, in the overnight prices on loans, which is called the federal funds rate. We're not going to see that kind of thing. Really what this is, is this is finally, again, telling that kid, Hey, we're going to leave the party in 15 minutes. So they get prepared. In this case, the Fed is the parent, the market is the kid. And, um, really, we ought to be tapering. I told you, I think we should have tapered 50 basis points back in June. There's no way that was ever going to happen. And what's going to keep us rich is that the Fed has to inflate themselves out of this. Remember, the Fed is no longer just buying sovereign debt and, um, and investing in extremely safe dividend paying stocks. They're literally buying ETFs now that have stocks in them. So the Fed's not going to be able to do anything in regards to satisfying their uh, debt exposure unless stocks go up. So what are they going to do? They're going to keep pumping money into it. And we're just going to ride the Coattails of the Fed, and we're going to write them all the way to the damn bank, right? Energy costs. So, this was actually a piece. If you look at right here, we're going to go look back up at my market watch up here. This was um, an article that was kind of in the corner on market watch, but it's talking about inflation. One of the things that surprised me is I expected um, inflationary moves to be higher. Uh, I expected to see quite a bit of prices in oil. Typically when inflation goes up, I've explained this last time, the dollar loses value. The barrel of oil stays the constant. It takes more dollars to buy that barrel of oil. Therefore, the price of oil goes up. So I'm expecting a huge rise just like everybody else. I am the Sherpa, but in this case, I'm not the genius here because it's obvious even, you know, even the guy back in groceries down the street knows that inflation's going up and oil prices go up with it. So now you do too if you didn't already. So no sweat there. I believe that energy costs are going to go up. That means more profits in energy, right? This time, I'm not on the CPEs as much. I still love them. We've been trading them all year. I'm not on the Devons as much. We still love them. We've been trading it all year. I'm still holding them long in some of my portfolios. But I love the ERX the most. And it's because ERX has your Chevrons. It has your Hesses. It has your EOGs. And the price of gas when it goes up, those companies that are actually Actually, both integrated producers and explorers are going to be making some cash. So remember that ERX is a massive one. If you're going to follow my hypothesis here, ERX, uh, Chevron, I really like a lot. I like EOG. And of course, I love Exxon. I just think that too many people hold it and not enough people trade it to give it the bounce that it needs. What else? Higher rates are going to give compounded future revenues to the banks. Um, Though they do not, they do have to take a hit today when that happens. The expectation of future revenues, therefore future Um, exponential growth inside of the the razor thin revenues when rates are low on banks is going to help us, right? So I believe that this is priced in, but banks are still relatively cheap. So that's why I like FAS. If you traded that one last week with me, go ahead and keep holding on to those. And remember, I like SoFi in there. I like Lending Club. Those guys are going to be absolute killers and bulls next year. Um, and and really and truly to the end of this year with the more turmoil on student loans and all the other crap I've talked about. So we like FAS, we like ERX, we like Chevron, we like EOG. What else do we like? We like ERX, which is the triple leverage or double leverage on those. And then SOXL, look, let's see this computer chip here. Another headline that we had up there was the computer chip shortage is a big uh, issue. Um, it doesn't matter because the supply, when the supply goes away, the demand increases, the prices increase, the profits increase, right? So that's kind of the idea here. That's why people are so bullish on the inflation that's hitting the markets to impact the revenues and balance sheets of the companies out there. So believe it or not, I'm taking the Serpa, taking a Sherpa stance, baby, a Sherpa lead pipe lock, And that is that AMD is actually finally now, going to be a better trade in my opinion through the end of this year than nvidia is i've got the charts they look very similar this is nvidia see that a little bit more substantial run there We see some MACD diverging here on the side, and then we had the hard sell-off. So I like AMD a lot. And I say go ahead and buy it, especially for my long-term holders and my swing traders. If you're a swing trader, go ahead and just put a a limit to buy underneath the current price by, let's say, 5%. Get lucky if it triggers. Um, If I wasn't allocating my capital to Lab U, which is the next one on here, what do we do, guys? What do we do? So remember what I just said. I'm getting ahead of myself. I like AMD. Anybody that wants to buy AMD, go ahead and clip it. Um, or go ahead and buy it and go ahead and trade it. Go ahead and move on it. It's fine. You're going to be fine for the rest of the year. I expect at least a 10% improvement. If you're in an option, that's about 30% over the next month. But I believe that LabU has more room to run. Um, Remember when it goes under 60, we buy it. It did that. I bought it. I'm showing you. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I never recommend anything I don't trade. And I have LabU at 55 bucks and we have the NASDAQ bouncing off all-time highs. It is that easy. Just go buy this one. Don't even sweat it. Even if it drops to 48, which it won't. But even if it does, it's still going to perform and hit 60 or 65 in the next month. So LabU is the baby. She dropping. This is probably the best trade of the week on here. Um, You know, nothing but money has been made here. That's all there is. I'm so, so bullish. Um, These aren't just words. I'm extremely confident in this. And you guys know that we haven't lost a single penny in trading LabU all year as long as we've been clipping it when it's above 60 and then buying it again down. Again, the Nasdaq's bouncing off all-time highs. Biotech is a place that we're going to have to be, um, and there's no reason that this disparity should be there. So we're just going to keep trading it. What else do we have? Um, believe it or not, I like Ross Stress for less. I've been watching this one. I almost put that in the ever bullish One portfolio this year. I might do it next year. Who knows? Go buy it. Um, but we also have Workday reporting earnings. Applied materials, that'll tell us what's going on in the um, in the uh, semiconductor space. We also have a couple other ones. I have Victoria's Secret on here. There's something to look at in Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret, guys. Um, that's one of the easiest ways to see where the consumer discretionary market is going. Consumer discretionary, when it's doing well, when they report well, that means that the economy is still growing and people aren't taking their money and buying, you know, Um, they're not going out and going buying consumer staples. They're buying consumer discretionary. And when that happens, financials and consumer discretionary and tech usually follow with each other. So I see a super bullish week on this calendar. There's a couple other ones on here. We got Target, we have NVIDIA. But remember, I think that buying, I think that actually uh, before NVIDIA reports earnings, which are uh, they may not smash earnings because they're so high in expectations, they will smash revenues. So I like the idea of buying AMD at some point this week. Maybe before the earnings even come out, if we get lucky and they miss both, then you just buy A and D then, and then that, that limit I talked about earlier will trigger. Also, guys, don't forget to help brother out. This is going to my substack first. We're at twenty five paid subscribers on the substack. Remember, my goal is to get to a thousand. I believe I have the best uh, content content that is on the Internet. I've been making everybody money on trades. It's well worth the value um, in the market, and the Internet is telling me that. And what I really want to do is just fulfill my dream of not having to go back to work in a suit and sell people dog shit. So help me out, and that will help you out in the future as well. Um, Commodities, I was really surprised, again, to see. Um, crude oil here at $80.69 a barrel. The numbers are actually just about to come out, but I didn't want to wait on this video. So that's another reason that I just still love ERX. And then remember that the EV revolution is upon us. I'm pounding this into your head. It's time to swing away. LAC is at 34. If you've been dip trading this, if you've been um, long-term holding this, even if you've been option trading this, Really, there's no place to lose money on this trade. This is probably going to be one of my favorite stocks of next year. Um, And uh, I've already told you enough about it. Palantir is another big one. Palantir is one that's not going to go anywhere. If you want to buy that soon, go ahead and buy that soon. I have a couple bulls that lost money on an option. They sold too early. But Palantir is going to continue to run up the rest of this year. If you look at the 52-week range, look at that. We've got um, 15 to 45. So we got two-thirds upside and one-third downside in a stock that's probably kind—I would call it kind of memey. I also call it kind of. Um, I also just think that you know it, it is a medical slash biotech, and it has the ability to change the world in its uh, autoimmune research that they're doing. So I love Palantir. And then finally, we have Academy Sports and Outdoors. I know I'm a Texas guy. You know I'm a Yeti guy. I called Yeti at 14, and now it's at 105, which is the short score that I shot when we were playing golf. Um, But this isn't going anywhere. The renaissance of going back outdoors, the COVID, spending time with your family, the theme is there. Academy is a sports for all my uh, European guys and all my northerners. Academy sports and outdoors is everything from where your kids Get their baseball jerseys to where you go to buy uh you know a box of pro v1s it's always down the street they're not too far away they pay their employees well they have good products and services you can go buy your houston texans or houston astros jerseys there they're probably on sale right now um if you guys get that joke but academy is another one it's aso you're not going to regret buying this one and you're also not going to forget who gave it to you because other brokers aren't talking about this Um, and there aren't any other Sherpas, but if there were, remember what happened with Dick's sporting goods last year or this year, I should say, that's, what's going to happen, but more exponentially as Academy sports and outdoors grows, they're just too good not to buy. So you can seriously bet that, oops, let me get back to my screen here. You can seriously bet that, um, some of these stocks will probably be in the average bullish premium portfolios next year. And um, again, go buy it and find out which one we're going to murder the market um we'll sell a couple hundred if not a thousand portfolios next year too and help me out remember 100 bucks it's a list of suggested stocks it's more of a set it and forget it than the rest of the content i put out on the internet and it doesn't take too much of a brain to beat those idiot brokers that just got out of business school and think they know what they're talking about and they tell you what their boss tells them to tell you and they don't give a crap about your returns so forget those guys And um, check out the Fidelity 5 Fund Portfolio with Money Back Guarantee. That's going to beat it again next year. And it's beat it every single year that I've ever made one of these since I used to work for them. Uh, Finally, all my bulls. What's the best option of the week? The best option of the week is these 58s for $4.70. Yeah, $4.70, 58s. And this is going to be on Lab U. So, This is something that I'm currently holding. I'm anticipating at least a 20% profit or more in the next few days, not weeks, but even days. If this thing goes up to 65, we're talking 150, 200% returns in a week for following the Sherpa. You're welcome. Everybody, y'all have a great week. It's a Sunday. Again, remember, this comes out on my Substack directly for all my bulls. Um, right at the moment that I make it, which is right now on Sunday, the rest of you guys get this on Tuesday. Cause I still believe in spreading the love, but I got to incent you to help me meet my goals and help you grow your accounts at the same time. It's chase. It's ever bullish. It's the ever bullish one podcast. It's the ever bullish portfolio master. It's the YouTube portfolio master. Come to the top of the mountain. Let me carry you the bags and show you the way. I've done it before. We're going to do it again. Most of you guys are already on it. Tell a friend, tell a stranger, tell a neighbor. AFG, LFG, LGR, let's get rich, baby.